This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Hey, history lovers, we're back. This day in history on lineupmedia.fm. Tony Hubert here, Armand Kachigian, brought to you by Amazon.com and Audible.com. And, of course, part of the lineup media family. Yes, very small part. No, a big part. Minuscule part. You know, we're like the fifth or sixth ranked show in An this atomic network. part. I'm very happy, and uh, we thank you, well, our see, listeners. you're content with being fifth or sixth. No, we're that's moving. That's the difference between us. We're, that's the real talk monster is going to be hard to overcome. Well, but my God. That won't be so hard. We'll get there. We'll give a rice and pellet. Well, that'll we'll talk. That, that'll do it. Speaking of rice and pellets, yeah, I know. Oh, I Armand, he knows how to tease, folks. He knows how to get you interested in what's coming up on the show today. He's becoming a broadcast genius. <laughs> Under your tutelage. Well, just, I, be, gave, I give you the sheet with what we uh, have, and you read the sheet. So I, I, I appreciate make a that. progressive out of me. No, nah, I don't think that's yeah, going to happen. Then I'll swallow a rice and pellet. <laughs> although uh, <laughs> although that's, not as, that's actually not as deadly because your GI tract, uh, apparently, uh, you know, the pepsin or whatever in your GI tract kind of yes. yeah, neutralizes it. Oh, it does. It, it's, it ain't good, but it's, it's not good, usually but... not deadly. Ah, okay. That's well, why they shoot you with umbrellas. Just wait, uh, just wait okay. a little bit, because we right. have a we have ricin in the news today throughout the annals of time on September seventh. Where would you like to begin? I have the year fifteen seventy one. Yeah, Thomas because Howard. Because of sure. uh, yeah, Thomas Howard. Now he he's known as the fourth Duke of Norfolk. Yeah, but uh, he's also he's also a conspirator. And last, I believe. I he's, think that was the end of his yeah, family. He's line. also a conspirator. He's a. Uh, he 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 favors Mary Queen of Scots. Does not like Queen Elizabeth. And on this date, he's arrested for his role in the Rodolphi plot to assassinate Elizabeth the yeah, First. I don't even know why they name it the Rodolphi plot. I, his, Isn't uh, it Rodolfo Lasperi? Yeah. Wasn't he? A, whoa! What am I thinking of You're him? Thinking from? of Walter Wolf King from Night at the Opera. That's it. Who always was pissed? Rodolfo Lasperi. Yeah, yeah, because he was actually an opera singer. Walter Wolf King, and yes. they dubbed his voice. But then they didn't dub Alan Jones and uh, Kitty Carlisle. It's a shame. But, uh, yeah, Rodolfo Did the fourth Duke yeah, of Norfolk remember, ever remember think his he'd mother be and father? affiliated with the Marx Brothers? Yeah, remember no. his father was the first man to stuff uh, spaghetti with bicarbonate of soda, thus causing and curing indigestion <laughs> at the same time? <laughs> remember that? That's how Groucho introduced him. It's a great line. Bicarbonate of soda. That is something I've only heard my grandmothers say. Oh, you need some bicarbonate and a soda. And I'd be like, what? Well, the, I like the soda part. I don't know what the hell the bicarbonate well, part your is. Your grandmother may give you some rice because I think it's based on castor, castor ah, beans. Okay. Same stuff as castor oil. Same kind of stuff. Well, same anyway. Base. Anyway, this guy, Howard Rodolphe's, goes, a, Rodolphe's a banker. He goes to jail. He's in a, no, not, not for long. No, but for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, then and, he gets out, and then something really not good happens. Well, yeah, he was, I mean, he was executed, but. Um, That's the not good well, thing. He, well, he wanted to marry, marry Queen of Scots, but he's already been married three times, this guy. This guy. Uh, he's kind of an adventurer. I, I lovable rogue uh but rodolfi himself was an italian banker um who supposedly was going in in cahoots cahooting with the uh pope 
And they're trying to get a Catholic back on the uh, throne uh-huh. of England, of course. Yep, yep, yep. Um, they want to undo what Henry VIII done did. Yeah, well, Thomas and Thomas Howard probably wasn't the right guy for that because he wasn't even a Catholic. He's no. a Protestant. No. So this the hell is, were they thinking? This was a muddle to begin with. But was it, this banker uh, in with the Medici's? Or no, the... no, no. He's, he was just, uh, I don't know, I think he was with the Rothschilds. No. They are. Or, or the Morgans. House of Morgan. They weren't around yet, but. That's right. House of Rockefeller. No, anyway, they weren't this, around yet either. This all unfolded. And whether they actually, they were trying, they were going to invade, of course. They're all going to try to invade. Like 11,000 troops, which is nowhere near enough. So this thing was kind of a muck, a muddle from the beginning. What Didn't a work. Weird deal. And um, yeah, Queen Elizabeth. Well, all happened on 1571 yep. when Howard is arrested for his role in the plot. All right, 1776, Ezra Lee. You ever hear this name, Ezra Lee? Oh, no, I've heard of the turtle, though. Well, you, if you've heard of the turtle, this marks the first time uh, the world's first submarine attack. Here's what they do. The American uh, colonel, this is Lee, Ezra, attempts to uh, uh, attach a bomb, right, essentially yeah. a time bomb. That's yeah, all like a mine. To the hull. Right. Yeah, it's a mine. Yeah. That's a more appropriate thing to say, yeah. a mine, so, instead yeah, of a time that's, bomb. That's all they're doing. Uh, they attempt to attach it to the hull of the uh, Eagle, the HMS Eagle in New York Harbor, and so they use a submarine to get themselves uh, up to the boat, up to the Eagle. Yeah. It didn't work. Didn't work. I think they sank, didn't they? But Turtle yeah. sank. Turtle sank. Yeah. But they, you know, hey, points for trying. Ingenuity. I think right. we, you know, we appreciate that. If you don't first succeed, you know, uh, sink to the bottom of the Hudson. All right. You know, Mo looked at it and said, what's that? It's a spider. Total. Remember that from Peyton yes. the Pullman? Yes. They had that crab. Good. I just love crab. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a title. 1778, anyway, folks. I just watched that last night, so I still uh, got that on my mind. Our friends, the French, oh. uh, they they pay us a little favor. Eh, little favor, I say. Well, but I like their style. Uh, they invade Dominica. Dominica. Yeah, to help us out. In the British West Indies. Uh Unbeknownst to the British, the French aren't even the British aren't even aware that the French are even involved in the war at this point. Well, they're really not. But but they say, hey, grab a little territory here, first. Here's a nice looking island. Just to you know, here's make, some beaches we could. Uh, boy, what the French Empire could have been a little aperitif before the main war. Exactly. You know, the French just a little uh, appetizer. They, yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to just uh, rush into anything, except for guillotining aristocrats. Well, that's true. Now, 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 here's another mess up. Now, big mess up by the French. Uh, the Battle of Borodino, Borodino, twelve. This is when Napoleon is heading into Russia. Well, he's in Russia. He's way. Well, he's in heading Russia. deep into Russia. Yeah, yeah, he's. This is the bloodiest battle in yeah. the Napoleonic Wars. Uh, fought on the outskirts of Moscow. It does result in a French victory. But again, define victory you, is what I call it a Pyrrhic victory. Define victory is he what crosses, I would say. He crossed the river Neman, I think it was May, I guess, or was it? That was pretty late. I guess May or June. Anyway, uh, he had like 530,000 troops. By the time he gets here, uh, sickness and, you know, Russia just in general. Yeah, just Cossacks. Ru- Russia itself gorillas. is going to kill you. Yeah, and it's not even cold yet. Uh, so anyway, it, by the time he gets here, he's only got like a hundred. I think he's like, I don't know how many, hundred seventy thousand, maybe not even that many. Can you imagine less than a third of losing men. that many men? Yeah. Well, of course he had to leave some behind to garrison too. Well, I but, get uh, that. But... Anyway, only ten thousand made it back to France out of five hundred some thousand. So that's not a good percentage. It's two percent. Although uh, it's two percent. Think about that. 
That's not bad. You leave a country with 500,000 men. See, you Sherman would say those were acceptable casualties. Yeah, he would. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, the board, yeah, he won the battle, of course. The, the, the Russians, of course, were play, playing it smart, as Lee should have. They never did have a pitched battle until this. Till this. And they lost this, technically, but they're, they're, they could be replaced. These They lost like 30,000 men. Right. But no big deal. Again, define victory. Yeah, no big deal. And then uh, Napoleon, of course, marches into Moscow, something Hitler never did. No, he didn't. And they just burned the city down. So he had yeah. to march right on out of Moscow. And yeah. then, the, then the winter came in. How come they don't have tall buildings in Moscow? Um, I don't know. Is they just not in the skyscrapers? I think the commies knew how to build one. Oh, surely they did. Well, they they have uh, Lubyanka Prison. Well, that's true. Which is the tallest. Remember? We've we've gone over that. The tallest building in Moscow. Why? Because from the basement, you can see Siberia. That's right. How many times i got to tell that joke? Uh, Probably a couple. Boy, oh boy, you just never can remember. Not really. 1864? Napoleon uh, lost. He did. Now, another general, William Tecumseh Oh, did you know, by the way, that, uh, did I tell you that, that the Russian atomic bomb project was called Operation Borodino? Oh, a little trivia yeah, question. Yeah, that's good. Yep, okay. Little, little Our, om- their Manhattan project. A little homage to uh, yeah, a to previous this. altercation. Okay. So in 1864, William T. Oh, Sherman, boy. Tecumseh Speak Sherman. The devil. Well, after the Confederate general has already told the folks of Atlanta, get the hell out, this is going to be a disaster, on September the 7th, uh, Sherman gives Atlanta its evacuation orders. Yeah, war is hell, especially if Sherman's taking over your city. Can you even say that there was a battle for Atlanta? Well, that, I think they fought on the outskirts. Okay. They didn't fight in the city. They got no, the hell out of there. Just We were talking about that. Rolled over Brilliant it. piece of military strategy. Just going to burn a 60-foot swath of – or 60-mile yeah. swath right. of land from, yeah. from here to the sea. And then he – Kept kept going all the way to Savannah and then yeah. uh, turned north. Unfortunately, the sea stopped him. He would have no, kept that's all right. No, he, well, he just turned north. That's all. <laughs> there's plenty. There's plenty to up towards Augusta. Plenty of rapine and uh, pillaging to do. Now, the other day it was his birthday, and on this date in oh, 1876, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the James Younger Gang uh, yeah. gets into action. This is Jesse James and the Youngers. They attempt to rob the town's bank you know, up a, in Northfield, Minnesota. Yeah, it's a shame they didn't succeed because they would have probably given all the proceeds to the poor. Oh, sure they would have. You know, you know uh, Jesse. But you got to love the Old West or the Old Midwest or the Upper Northwest because the attempt is thwarted by none other than the armed citizens of Northfield, Minnesota, who drive off the whole gang. Yeah, well, yeah, right. It, it, I think th- there were problems. I, I read read something about this thing. They Somebody... They were taking too long in the bank. I yes. think the teller told them there's a time lock on the on the vault. That wasn't true, no. you know. They and they beat the crap out of him. But it all took way too long. And I, apparently, I think their timing was off because I think it's the opening of hunting season up there or something too. Right. So everybody had a shotgun. Absolutely. And that's not good. So, of course, you know, let's take away our uh, Second Amendment rights. Who's, that, where, where, where did that come from? <laughs> I knew that would. See, where did that? I know how to push Nobody your buttons. Nobody is yeah. taking away yeah. anybody's yeah. Second liberals, Amendment rights. The liberals. No, they're not. Yeah, Nancy no. Pelosi. No, she's not. She's busy cutting uh, uh, debt ceiling you think, deals. You think? Uh, you think Trump Trump banged her? No. Nah, not with Schumer around. He'd probably you'd have watched. I look at Nancy and I just see asexual. <sighs> I think she was a pretty woman, though, younger years, right? I don't know. 50 years ago, maybe? I don't know. Whew. Too much surgery, man. It's a lot of a lot of work there, right? Oh, God. I mean, She's been lot, sculpted. A lot of work. 1907, the uh, Cunard liner. Cunard, right? Cunard. 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 
However, they say Ryan, it in how's Liverpool. it pronounced? The Lusitania sets sail on her maiden voyage from Liverpool over to New York City. Well, the Lusitania would have a good run for about <laughs> for about yeah. uh, nine more years. Yeah. Well, until Churchill made sure she was, you know, yeah. running in the uh, lanes at the U-boats yeah. Let's run in the lanes with the U boats right. and get he sunk made, right off the coast yeah. of he Ireland. He was doing yep. pretext to jump into the war. That's right. That's Winston. Now, have you ever wondered who was the first man to die in a powered airplane? Uh oh. Now wait a minute. Powered airplane crash. We've looked this up. Isn't it that guy, that guy in the army that went on a ride, joy ride with uh, Wilbur? Colonel Selfridge? Wasn't it Selfridge? Wasn't it? Not a colonel. I think it was lieutenant. The guy's name was Selfridge, wasn't it? I vaguely remember this. The first aerial casualty? Yeah. This one attributes oh, I gotta look it the up. Frenchman Eugene Lefebvre. They don't, Frenchmen don't count. He crashes a French built right biplane. So, you know, the uh, I guess the Wrights had licensed the. Uh, the the technology and the French built a biplane, and he's taken it out for a test flight just south of Paris, and uh, well, plane crashes. I don't buy this. And uh, this first, attributes yeah, him it. to be the first aviator to lose his life. Well, maybe aviator. Yeah, Selfridge. I told you. Okay, but well, he was a passenger. So yeah, I guess so he the wasn't dis- the pilot. Yeah, 1908. Right. So the first you. first person to die from being in a plane, Selfridge, the first pilot to die, All right, well, is Eugene right. Lefebvre. Let's, come now. Let's not quibble. I'm not quibbling. Now, here's a, this. We, not we got another one about the French next. Oh, 1911. No, another one. Oh, yeah. I, this Sus- one I kind of I've read some of this. This is great. Work. Suspected of stealing the Mona Lisa from the Louvre. Uh, the French poet, poet uh, Guillaume Apollinaire. Guillaume Apollinaire. I've read some of his poetry. He's arrested and put in jail on suspicion. Yeah, so you know what he does. I didn't do it. Picasso did. Great. Right. I he, love it. He implicates Picasso, so they go out and arrest him, too. <laughs> Nobody bothered to check the janitor who actually took it, the, 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 an Italian janitor. What? What, do you, what do you think? He didn't take it? Why wouldn't you check the janitor? Oh, he's fine. I think his name is Perogi or something like that. Yeah. What could? And they never did catch him. He, he tried to sell it. That's how they caught oh, him. Oh, it's great. But anyway, yeah, they thought Polinaire, and then they brought in Picasso and... You know, Why do so, you go and pick on a French poet? Yeah, and this guy, you know, he he coined the term uh, cubism yeah. and also surrealism. Ooh, wow, oh, important guy. I think I had a quote I liked by him. I wrote down too. Say his name again. Guillaume. Guillaume. Guillaume, remember which like, is William. Like, That's William. Well, in yeah, French, like, right? Remember, like Robert Guillaume. Benson? Yeah, Benson. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. Uh, I thought I had Apollinaire. Apollinaire. Does, does that mean uh, he's the son of Apollo or something? Uh, Poor guy, put in jail. Oh, you know, I got some stuff from yesterday. When you want to f- well, clean well, that up, do one more, then we'll uh, right. do some cleanup, then some I birthdays. I had a quote by him in 1921, the first Miss America pageants held. Oh yeah, Atlantic City, New Jersey. Yeah, the where Washington else? D.C. Gal won, and it's a two-day event. Wonder why? Name. Wonder why it had to be a two-day event. Gorman is that her name? The first winner? That's a trivia question. Margaret Gorman, right? I think you're going to be correct. Hey. And I'll give you another one. Uh, there was also, but I am verifying, Margaret Gorman. Hey. You are correct. No, no. Nicely done. And then uh, how about the one? There's only one. I think your name is Campbell that won twice. There's only one two-time winner. The Archie Griffin of, uh, oh. of, of the Miss America pageant. Although nobody, you know, somebody can break that record, but nobody's going to be twice because that's a rule. Right? Wasn't it Mary Campbell? Something like that? I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. I can't. Mary Catherine Campbell. 
Told you. Two-time mm-hmm. winner. Two-time winner. Let me get the year she won She's here. like, uh, you know. Yeah, she's a looker. It's like winning the Kentucky well, Derby she twice. Wins it, she wins it the next year, Armand. Right. She goes uh, in 22 and successfully defends the title in 23. Now, she probably successfully defended the title in the wrestling portion of the pageant when she put the, the uh, she used her hand to be able to go and, and uh, get the leg, right? I don't know what you're referring well, to. You know, the oh, you know. Oh, well, yeah, well, we've had wrestling since then. Yeah. Although I, I may be all, all wet on all that anyway, because I was checking on the old Greco-Roman wrestling. Okay. And uh, there were no rules about touching the legs. There were no? There was one rule. You can't eye gouge. That was it. What about uh, so anything? What about crouch? Anything. No eye gouging. I just told you. That's the only well, rule. Let me tell you a story. That was a better uh, about, time. About, so, uh, you know, my, my kids playing uh, football. He's a backup kicker. So, you know, he's on the sidelines for the varsity games. But the stories that As he com- was I. the stories that he comes home with are amazing. So, uh, you know, there's a gang tackle going on, and the ref isn't blowing the whistle. And so the other uh, quarterback on his team comes off the field, and they go, "What's wrong?" He goes, "Well, during the tackle, all they're doing is grabbing me by the nuts repeatedly." Who blue sixty nine? Blue sixty nine. Yeah, remember the longest yard? That, that was the play call. Did didn't, they have, did, two, didn't they have two plays for the offensive line? One was stand up. The other was stand up and take one stride forward. I don't know. Is that from the longest yard? I think that's I from remember. the one. I think that's was from that the, the new ori- one. No, the original. Really? I don't no, that. the original. Yeah, because that's where he hit Ray Nitschke. With that's, the, right. that's right. Yeah. Blue sixty nine. <laughs> he just rears back. Yeah. As a kid, I loved that scene that's in that movie, movie. I would roll on the floor laughing. Listen, if you want to be a screenwriter, I'll give you an abject lesson on watch the old longest yard mm-hmm. and then watch the new longest yard and you'll see well yeah. i mean just how you could ruin a great movie yeah, with horrible I don't, know, come anyway, on. I don't get me started adam sandler well i'm not even complaining about him I mean, the whole script sucked yeah. but the best remember uh what was his name what's the guy that even uh he killed all those five guys or he was man that karate's bad stuff that was before he learned karate <laughs> Remember that was uh, the, the bald headed guy. Yeah, I can he see. He was him. in a lot of Burt Reynolds movies. He was great. Um, oh, he was in a lot of Burt Reynolds. He movies. He died young too. I'll come up with him. Wasn't he like in Hooper? And yeah, Stro- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was in the bar fight. Where this is a job for a golden helmet. Him and Terry, yes! him and Terry, Terry Bradshaw. Bradshaw. And the guy he had knocked stutter, his tooth out. Right, he stuttered. He didn't just, he? He, no, he just he fought Jan Michael Vincent. Remember? Okay, yeah. I got to go over it. I want you and I to rewrite it, Robert I, Robert Tessier. Okay. That's I want to I want to take every Burt Reynolds movie from like seventy five to eighty two, and try to combine it into one hey, monster listen, movie. My roommate will tell you, uh, Michael Gilio. He will tell you twenty some years ago. I had the idea of making like a Magnificent Seven or a Dirty Dozen with like Dolph Lundgren, yeah. Stallone, yeah. all those guys that were kind of washed up. And yeah. then, you know they made the Expendables. The Expendables. And I never yeah. wrote that damn script. Uh, we all thought it was shame a on you. Yeah, I'm just a lazy ass. All right, let's do some housekeeping before all we get right. to well, birthdays anyway, on September. We were 7th. talking about gyro yesterday. We we're talking about mercury and how it's hydrogyros or some hydro. Yeah, where, why HG? is mercury's uh, symbol given by John Dalton HG? Well, gyro. Apparently, we're wondering why is a gyro called a gyro? It's called turn. That's like a gyroscope. Yes. So I guess it is gyro. G- okay. So in Greek that means turn. Turn. So I guess that's, the, why, okay. that's I, why they call gyros. I see that because okay. the bread gets turned, right? I watched that Challenger film. Well, yes. The thing on the you know the thing they slice yeah. the thing on yeah. Oh yeah, because you take you take yeah, the big they slice the lamb off the, that thing. and the lamb yeah, gets on that spool on the, on the rotating spool. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, the Challenger. I, I I watched the the film. No no way those guys survived. Again, I said it was a report yeah, conjecture, I, that's, but that's baloney. I hope uh, you know what for their sake. 
I hope yeah, it was painless and instantaneous. <laughs> yeah, I really they do. They never knew what hit him. I really do. Uh, Constantinople was Suleiman's capital. Okay. I'll give you that one. Yeah, uh, we were talking about the big uh, push into yeah, Europe by that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleazar was Aaron's son. I said he was Moses' son, so he's technically he's Moses' nephew. It's his nephew. Eleazar. Moses is the uncle. Okay. Yeah. Right. Moses supposes yep. his toes are roses. Oh, Moses, Moses smell supposes, the roses. No, nah, no. Moses supposes it's erroneously. It's a Seinfeldism. Nah, I'm talking about, you know what I'm quoting. Uh, not really. Singing in the Rain. Oh, Donald Connor and okay. uh, Gene Kelly. Yeah. Moses supposes his toes <laughs> are roses. roses. Moses supposes erroneously. Okay. That's even better than Gene Kelly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Stanislav Petrov was the uh, the Russian colonel. Who saw the blip and everybody's telling him it's, yes. it's an attack. And he says, no, no, no. Right. I'm not firing the missiles. Right. And, it, and it's. Uh, Man saved the world. Right. Yeah. And he didn't get, he didn't get shit. Didn't for get it. anything. No. For it. Didn't even get emotion. Didn't even get a dinner. That's the Russian army. Didn't even get a roast. Yeah. Uh, what's the name? Red Buttons. <laughs> Red Buttons had to go over and give him a roast. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, anyway. Now, that was Never got Petrov. a dinner. Never got a dinner. All right. Who was born on this date? Uh, 1860. Grandma and, Moses. And, and by the way, Red Button's real name is Aaron Chwat. What? Excuse Aaron me? Aaron Chwat. I thought C-H-W-A-T-T. you said. C-H-W-A-T-T. Okay. Nice Jewish boy. And can you say that in mixed company? Aaron Chwat. No, uh, but on this show we can. 1860. Grandma Moses, the hey, American man, painter. I got a 1819. Thomas oh. Hendricks. Okay. Don't know him. Who? Just the vice president of the United States. Oh, yeah. Under Cleveland. Right. Here's a trivia question with him. Who was the only vice president never to become president that who had his picture, de- who was depicted on on uh, paper currency? Oh, Thomas Hendricks. That's good. He was on a $10 silver certificate. There you go. So give, me the, give me the yearabouts on that. Because that's... 1890-something. For currency collectors, that's got to be a big... I don't know. That's got to be a big one, right? Now they're not numismatists. What are they? I don't know. I've been to one of the. Th- uh, I've been to an auction though, where the, you know, they're doing the older coins and paper currency, and it is fascinating, because uh, one of my friend's dad's pretty astute collector, and um, bought a real nice uh, silver dollar piece that was minted in Nevada. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know the difference. CC Carson City. There you go, because it has that little CC on it. Yeah. It's the only distinguishing mark. Makes it about oh. 10 to oh, 15 lot, times lot more, more valuable. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. than like P, Philadelphia. Right. right. I, was, I was watching a movie and they said something about, uh, and they were talking about the paper money and it's just from the U.S. Mint or whatever. That's not, no. That's Bureau mm-hmm. of Engraving. Yes. Mint makes coins. Coin. Yeah. So right. I was like, who the, who the hell wrote that script? Maybe. Well, you remember, the, you ever seen the documentary on the double eagle theft? When they called all those double eagles back, but someone at the Mint got a bag of them out. Good. Mm. Good for him. The FBI spent years trying to track them all down. $20. Uh, $20, $20 piece. $20. Yeah. Uh, I got an 1829 Auguste Kekule. Kekule. I think I've told you who this guy is. I think we brought him. He's the guy that figured out the structure of benzene was a ring. He had, oh. the, he had the dream, snake eating its own tail. Tail, yes. And that was where he came up with that okay. one. Okay. So, because nobody oh, could figure out how benzene, this, man, you got to be yeah, careful C6, with that H6. stuff. So anyway, nobody could figure out how these uh, you had these six uh, carbons, and they were not hi- um, hydrolyzed, all of them, or saturated, mm-hmm. unsaturated, and he figured it out. So he got some prizes for that. Uh, where are you? What what year? Are you still on? Oh, I got another one. In 1836. One of my favorite uh, 
prime ministers. Actually, where is he in your prime minister ranking? Well, low because he's a liberal. But oh, okay. Henry Campbell Bannerman. I just like him because he and his wife tried to out eat each other. You know, they're both like 280 pounds. See, I remember we were talking about this. Wow. You remember how Taft was like 310? Yes. But his wife wasn't that big. Right. Well, these two got him beat because they're both like 280. And they're going after And it's right it. about the same time. So, they're just saying the yeah. hell of it. Yeah. We're so, going for it. And they were, lo- I mean, they were lovers and everything. You know, they loved each other. When his wife died, he was never the same. But uh, he was actually the first man to officially be called prime minister. No kidding. Because before that, they were all called, or official title was first lord of the treasury. So this is like 1906. First Lord of the Treasury. Right. That doesn't even sound like you're the leader of a nation. Well, if you got the Treasury, you, well, you're that's a true. Of the you nation. are. You are. For instance, who runs this country? The, whoever runs the Fed Reserve. No, the Treasury. Who's the Treasury Secretary? Mnuchin. Right. Oh, is he pissed yesterday? What's he, mad, what's he mad about? He walked out of. Oh, the because meet. of the yes. debt ceiling. I'm, yes. I don't blame him. And then he, he then he just He's a movie producer. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he just lied to the press. Well, that's what good. good well, he didn't have an option. He had to. Well, oh, no, it was a great meeting. Hey, listen, he probably took his Treasury Secretary lessons from Timmy Geithner. Probably took the corporate Timmy, jet. Timmy the T-bill. Took his wife to see all the money at Fort Knox. <laughs> that's true, you know. So. What's true? He they flew. He and his wife flew down to see all the money that's at Fort where Knox. I go. Yeah, sounds like a good... All right. Yeah, she got Better seeing the Eiffel Tower. She tweeted about it the with the Golden Grotto. Yeah. Okay, what are you on? Grandma Moses. Grandma Moses. What's her name? Annie Mary, Anna Mary Robert Robertson. Is that her real name? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many skulls on the desert people can look at. I don't know. Three. Know. That's not her. That's that's George O'Keefe. Yeah, right? but she still, just, she still the, three. She does like Hallmark c- cards and stuff, right? Yeah. Would she listen to be like 101? Oh, yeah, 101. Died in 1961, yeah. born in 1860. Yeah, now, her. this next guy had a great commercial back in the 70s. Of course, he died in 1962, so he didn't get to witness it. But Edward Francis Hutton... Oh, the yeah. financier and the co-founder of E.F. Hutton. Because when Armand talks... Yeah. Shut your fucking mouth and listen. <laughs> That's my commercial. I don't... Now, now, who was... Uh, who was... Uh, remember, remember John Hausman? Which one was he? At, we uh, Yeah, it. right. But what is that? Was that... What, what was that? Uh, oh, God, how can we forget that one? We make money the old-fashioned fashion way. way. Remember that? Kingsfield, you're a son of a bitch. Mr. Hart, sit down. That's the first intelligent thing you've said today. I love the paper chase. Yeah, that was great Smith movie. Barney. Smith Barney. Damn it. I'm, I'm getting old, Because they're gone. That's why. I forget that. Yeah, anyway. We make money the old-fashioned. They then, then, then they had Orson Welles doing oh, yeah, uh, the Gallo. Ernest and Julio, Julio yeah. Gallo. Basically, oh. p- pimping grape juice. Yeah, remember, uh, remember? We shall sell no wine before it's time. Remember Johnny Carson? Are you kidding? Off this on shit's that? bottled Tuesday, and you got it on the shelves by Saturday. Well, then you'd love Johnny Carson's take on that, because he's like, <laughs> he, he uh, first he's like, you know, he's all big, fat, and bloated, yes. right? So he's all made up to look like Orson Welles. We'll sell no wine before it's time. And then he's like a this, this skid row bum. He pulls the cork out of it. It's time. <laughs> it was great. You know, so he knew what he was doing. So anyway, so what what year was that? Uh, who? E.F. Hutton. Oh, he was born in 1875. All right, are we up to 1900 yet? Yeah, 1900. I don't know. Let me see. What do you got? I got Paul Brown in 1908. Oh, no, no. 1900. Giuseppe Zangara. Zangara or Zangara. He owes me money. No, he doesn't. Oh. He owes Chicago for a mayor. Yeah, he He's does. the one that killed Cermak. Well, he was See, shooting at FDR. Well, 
this is Miami, 1933. This guy, another disgruntled anarchist. Yep. We know how what you they don't do. Don't mess with disgruntled anarchists. Yeah, but this this disgruntled anarchist was one about five feet tall. Tell me the name of the guy yesterday who killed McKinley. Chalgosh. Chalgosh. Leon Chalgosh. Yeah. But this guy came from the same you know same uh, menagerie. Uh, this guy's so short, he's got to stand on a wobbly chair. That's right. Man, we've gone over this. Yes. So yes. he takes a shot at, uh, you know, first of all, there's some tall lady with a hat's in front of him, so yeah. he's got to get around that. Yeah. And he takes a shot or, and misses, and then takes fires off four or five more, because by this time, people are all over him, and one of them clips uh, Cermak, Anton Cermak. And he dies like a couple days later in the I hospital. I don't think it even took that long. Did he, mean, he got it, an infection from it or no, something? No, no. He, he, it was fatal. It was I don't fatal. Think, I don't think he made it the high. He may not have made it. Well, he, but, got a, he, got a, he got a nice western suburb. Yeah, but apparently he looked at FDR and goes, I'm, I'm glad it was me instead of you or something like that, which may have been apocryphal. I, I don't think he said that. He's from Chicago and he said that? Yeah, right. No, I don't believe it. He's probably saying Capone finally got me. Yeah. Uh, so, so 1908. That was Joseph Zang, Giuseppe, yeah. which is Joseph, right? 1908, the uh, great American football player and coach, Paul Brown, who was so great that the Cleveland Browns were named for him. That's and quite an honor. When the AFL expanded into Ohio with the Cincinnati Bengals, he was the first coach in Cincinnati. Okay. How would you like to be in the league? Either of those teams ever won a Super Bowl, right? No. Uh, the Browns came close. have won an NFL championship, no, never I a know. Super Bowl. Right. I don't the think Bengals been one. have been to two. The Browns are one of three old school teams that have not been to a Super Bowl. Well, they One is the Browns, to. the other is the Detroit Lions. I remember that, uh, the drive. Remember with wasn't that oh. against the Browns? How did they blow that one? Well, it happened two years in a row, too. Elway leads them down the field, not not even a mile high, at old yeah. at old uh, Memorial Stadium in Cleveland. Oh, a real boy. dump. Uh, <laughs> the dog pound. Jesus, that place was awful. I guess their new stadium is beautiful. Yeah. Actually, downtown Cleveland's very nice. Hey, hey I might go there. Now, the wrestling finals you are should. next year. I think you're going to like it. Lots of good eats. Uh, Any chicks, man? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the Ohio. They're, all the girls are white and pasty, but... You know, that's all right. Not, I, like that. I like those all American. But you know, looks. Lake Erie's. You know, they got a lot of beach peaches and cream. Man, you know, you know, it's a it's a good spot. It's not on fire anymore. Did they no, put the fire no, out? That river, that canal. Yeah, that fires out. <laughs> fires out. Thank God. Uh, Nineteen oh nine. Ilya Kazan, one yeah. of the greatest directors ever, yeah, that nobody knows a thing about. Well, they all know that he's a turncoat. Yes. That's what you know. That, oh. Like those assholes. Who was it? Was it Nick Nolte, that jackass. When the guy won his Academy Award, he wouldn't stand up because uh, apparently, you know, well, here's my Nick Nolte imitation. It's pretty close. How's that? That's every movie that's ever done. that from The Prince of Tides? That's from everything. Every time he's always waking up or whatever. Anyway, that's Nick Nolte and, it, you know, but because he was a friendly witness for HUAC against I know. a bunch of commies can I just, who were commies. Can I just read you? Oh, God, he won two Academy Awards. Listen to the films this man directed. On the Waterfront. Yeah, that was Marlon Academy Brando. Award. Streetcar Named Desire. He didn't win for that. Marlon Brando. East of Eden. James Dean. How about uh, Gentleman's Agreement? Gentleman's Agreement, 1947. Best Picture. Yep. A Face in the Crowd, 1957. Great movie. Great Splendor movie. Splendor in the Grass, 1961. Yeah. A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Not bad. Not 1945. James Dunn won the Academy Award for that, uh, supporting actor yep. for that one. Viva Zapata, yeah. 1952. Good movie. Good movie. With Brando and uh, Anthony Quinn won for that uh, Best Supporting Act. He had a lot. Of, well, he was an actor's director. All these guys loved him. I think he's one of the founding uh, members of the actor's studio, him in Strasburg. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was, he was actually, if you see a movie, it's on our site, by the way. It's one of my favorites. It's called City for Conquest. 
I got it, it right here. 1940. Yeah, he's actually acting that movie. Hold on, hold on. Let me get you the cast. Oh, I, I can tell you the cast. You want to hear? You want to hear the cast? James Cagney, Anne Sheridan, yes. Donald Crisp, Elia Kazan, Jerome Cowan. Uh, who else? Was well, in you're there? missing a big one. Uh, oh, uh, uh, um, his brother, the guy who plays his brother, uh, Kennedy, Arthur Kennedy. Arthur Kennedy. Uh, Anthony Quinn. Yes. Uh, got Quinn now. Who else is in that? You got Frank McHugh, Frank, Frank McHugh, Craven, yeah. George Tobias, Lee Patrick, Jerome uh, Cowan. Jerome, I just said these that. Are, these are all good actors in their yeah. day. Remember that they put the rosin on the guy's gloves? No, I, I don't. I've got to watch that movie. I've never seen this one. Anyway. And I've seen most of Kazan's films, but this one I've well, never he's seen. Well, he actually acts in this. He's not, he's oh, direct, he's yeah, not he's a director. That's what I'm saying. If you want to see him right. act, he gets shot. The guy, the guy pulls a gun on him and goes, oh, geez, I didn't see that coming. Remember that? How about, great death. How about The Sea of Grass? Uh, not one of my favorites. How about Spencer Panic Trace. in the Streets? That one's not bad. But look at the role he got on, Armand. Oh, yeah. Start with 51, Streetcar. 52, Viva Zapata. Start with Gentleman's Agreement. 54, That's On the Waterfront. 55, East of Eden. Yeah, Gentleman's Agreement and I don't, Viva Zapata. Has... It's a pretty good run. That's four out of five years. Wow. But look how many act look how many Academy Awards people that acted in those films won. A lot. Three of them in Streetcar. A lot. And Brando always. All right. So there's there's Kazan. Uh so, 19- yeah, but what a, I know. But see, apparently he made he wanted to make uh, on the waterfront because it's the story of a squealer. Yeah. So that was kind of his way of, you know, screw mm-hmm. you. I like it. Terry Malloy. Uh nineteen twelve. David Packer. Packard, sorry, founder of Hewlett Packard, co-founder, oh, okay. uh, which was, uh, of course, uh, we were talking about Carly Fiorina, Fiorina. yeah, who was uh, who is uh, Lepo- running for- Leperine. Yes, she's but, ra- uh, not a bad gal. Uh, 1923, Peter Lawford, oh. part of the Rat Pack. <laughs> oh yeah, no, this he, guy had style. He married. Now they called him the brother in Lawford because the he was brother married in Lawford. To, yeah, Patricia Kennedy married Pat Kennedy. Yeah, and he uh, now according to what's her name, Kitty Kelly, who wrote the book on the Kennedys, etc. It's a you know, on her wedding night, apparently Peter Lawford, I got some good news and bad news. Good news is I'm really happy that I married you. The bad news is I can't have sex with less than two or three women at once. So we're going to have to get a partner for you. She didn't like that much. Yeah, I could see where the Kennedy girls might frown on that. Even Rosemary wouldn't put up with that after I mean, she, you know, after half her brain was shaved off. But anyway, so that didn't turn out very plus well. Plus all the thank you notes that they would have to write after a session like that, you know, to keep up decorum. He's a gentleman. 1926, Samuel Goldwyn Jr., Right. Yeah, nobody. Yep. 1932, John Paul Getty Jr. Yeah, nobody. Well, wasn't he the one who was kidnapped? Uh, and, and and JP wouldn't I, go no, the full? No, I think it was three. Oh, that was his dad. Yeah, it was his son, his grandson. His grandson, okay. Yeah. 1936, Buddy Holly. Happy yeah, birthday, Nice statue. Buddy. You ever seen a statue uh, yeah, in Lubbock? Yeah. Uh, 1946, Susan Waldman. No voice no. of the New York Yankees. What? Yes. And I'm, yes, meaning... You could hear her on the Yes Network doing play-by-play on Yankee baseball. I'm not listening. I will say this. She knew the game. She was not an easy listen. Okay. Same can be said of Bob Costas. For some, yeah. Man, I'm yeah. not a big fan of his. I know some aren't. I love him. Uh, okay. 1950, I, th- we both like this lady, Peggy Noonan. Mm, no. man, I see her all the time on TV. She's I'm, on every Sunday yeah, morning man, somewhere. She, she's yeah. a little self-aggrandizing. Eh, she's you know she's a smart lady. 1951, Chrissy Hind. She's that old man. Yeah, she is. Chrissy, the Pretenders. Uh, 54, Corbin Burnson. Now, I, my ex-girlfriend did a movie with him. Said he's the biggest jagoff. Is he really? Oh, she hated his. Guts. We were at, we uh, had a local Emmys once that uh, 
we were attending. Well, that's all he should be doing. And local he, Emmys. he, for some reason, uh, was one of the presenters. Yeah, she's, he's not a nice guy. He and yeah. Cricket from Days of Our Lives. It was odd. Hmm. I'm sitting there. It was Cricket from uh, To Have and Have Not. Mm-hmm. Hoagie Carmichael. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. And uh, 1963, Easy e Happy birthday, Easy, who departed way too early. Uh, yeah. One of the founders of NWA with... Andre Young, Dr. Dre, and Ice Cube. None of those. None of those names. Or do you love the First Amendment? Yeah. Then watch Straight Outta Compton. Do me a favor. Watch Straight Outta Compton. It's a great movie. Please, Armand. You asked me to watch all these older films. I've been to Compton. I like them, and uh, you know, I I see their value. You would see the value. You would appreciate this film. On a number of levels. It's you would. on our site. Uh, it might be. It might be. Money. All right, back to the events. We're at World War II. This is the day that the Germans officially begin the Blitz of London and 50 other cities, um, right. well, at least. Uh, but 50 consecutive yeah. nights is Coventry, the big deal. That was a big one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, watch uh, Mrs. Miniver if you want to see what they were doing. I can't imagine uh, living subways. through that, Armand. I, I just, I cannot, especially. Yeah, I, I used to. They went down the subway. I know, and but still. And, and do you know how hard the east end of London got hit? I think I'd rather be going through this than going through Dresden <laughs> or Hamburg. Well, that's true. Look, they had tornado. I mean, look, they had a yeah. tornado of fire yeah. in Dresden. I, you know what that. Uh, 1945, we often forget that the same day that Pearl Harbor happens, uh, the Japanese also invaded wake island yeah but they didn't take it for like two weeks right it was amazing it was how big long they held out. battle now the japanese held wake island yeah i know from december of 41 all the way up until september 7th of 45 now they want to give it up the war is already over but these guys are not all right you gotta admire that now on the same day as the movie with uh yeah. brian don levy it's a hell and, of a movie. Uh, was it william bendix and robert preston i think wake island wake island it's a hell yeah. of a movie man uh, the same day Remember that this, that? He goes, you guys want anything? Yeah, send more Japs. <laughs> now, whether that actually was true or not, it's it's a great, isn't it true that great when propaganda they, isn't line. It true, when they made Wake Island, though, they had no idea how this war was going to turn out. Well, so. yeah, it was forty-two. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the. But you know, like after Singapore and all these other places fell in like a day. Oh, totally. They held out two weeks. That was kind of a big deal, propaganda-wise. You know, it was good for the spirits. Everybody knew they were they were doing. Oh, McDonald carries oh, in McDonald it. McDonald Carey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he's a good actor. I liked him. Brian Don Levy, right? Yeah, Don Levy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Robert Preston, as you mentioned. Wasn't Bendix in it too? Yeah, William okay. Bendix, Walter Abel, Albert Decker. Walt, yeah, two, Albert Decker. Uh, two K's. Walter Abel, good uh, D'Artagnan in the nineteen thirty-five uh, Three Musketeers. So the same day that uh, the Japanese finally yeah. give up on Wake Island. Yeah, the Berlin Victory Parade is held. Now, this is in poor taste. It's really. I assume this is in Berlin. Yeah, it's. Well, yeah. I'm better looking. Throwing a lot of flowers at these guys, cleaning a lot of rubble off the streets. Still Man. at this point, although they've said, um, the one thing I've heard about, like when the German cities would get bombed, as soon as the planes were gone, the citizens were out in the streets oh, yeah. cleaning up. Right. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. There, if in if that was the aim of the bombing campaign to demoralize the population, it didn't work in England or Germany. No, no. These but people of showed they weren't demoralized, but they were dead. They they showed amazing resolve. Yeah. Well, in 1953, what else are you going to do? The, it, well, yeah. You you're either going to cower, or you're going to rise to the, the occasion. You're going to go to the wolf's lair and tell Hitler to give up. Yeah. On this date, 
the man who would uh, eventually bang a shoe on a table yep. is named the first secretary of the Communist Party following the death of of uh, our friend Stalin, well, Stalin yeah, the Georgian Nikita Khrushchev heads he, to the heads to the top. Well, that's uh, after he put a bullet in the back of uh, Berea's head. Well, it's come in the basement the, you, at Lubyanka. Not, not, it's not quibble here. Yeah, well, I mean, Nikita hey. did what was necessary, well, of course, and uh, and uh, I think. He was actually. I think one of the most fascinating guys of the twentieth century. This guy's been through Stalingrad, through Stalin. Yeah, he he kind of well. He I mean, there's a power. There was a power. Was it him and Molotov and was it Bulganin? There was like the triumvirate because mm-hmm. uh, they 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 fought it out too. But he you know he kind of came in and left. Yeah. Intact. He did. A few to just, you know, they kind of just he eased did. him out and he, and, and he hung around. His part in the Cuban so. Missile Crisis is also kind of fascinating because, you know, eventually it's, okay, we got to give Nikita something so he can save face. Yeah. And Well, he was ready to pull him out anyway. I mean, you know, yeah. all Kennedy did say, you know, anyway, that was all blown out of proportion. I've often wondered if Kennedy somehow scared the hell out of everyone in the military and intelligence agencies during that time. And if you ever did believe there was a real conspiracy to get rid of him, it was because they thought he was a lunatic from how the Cuban Missile Crisis was handled. Yeah, I think, nah, I think it was because he was going after the mob. That's Bobby. Nuclear war they don't care about. but Yeah, yeah but don't screw up the mob. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pro Football Hall of Fame opens in Canton, Ohio in 1963. 17 charter members. I can't name them. I'm not going to take the time. You can look them up, though. Yeah, but uh, uh, the Football Hall of Fame, I've never visited it, but I would like to. Um, and uh, there's a lot of inductees. Football is very generous to its uh, well. A, there's so many players. Yeah, you know, you have 22 people who are routinely playing the game on each team because of offensive defense versus, you know, nine starters in baseball. 1978. Now, what Armand teased at the beginning of the show. This is fascinating. So, the Bulgarian dissident. His name is Georgi Georgi Morakov. He's out for a stroll. He's strolling across the famous Waterloo Bridge in, in London, England. Minding his own business. Just walking along as you do, right? And, uh, well, a funny, along, a funny thing a happens. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. a, a special agent named Francesco Giliono. And this guy's still around, by the way. I don't yeah. think they ever, they, he's still running around, this guy. He's still alive. Yeah, uh, the assassin. By he, the, he's not, a secret. Not, not po- assassinated. He's a secret police agent for the Bulgarians. Uh, he he walks towards uh, you know Mr. Markov and uh, taps him on the leg, I believe, with his umbrella. Yeah, well, he thought he had a bee sting or something, right? And uh, he what he actually did was fire a ricin pellet yeah. into Markov from his umbrella gun. And by the time uh, Markov even arrives at the hospital, he is expired. Yeah, I remember I was a kid, and I remember this because this is my like my. James Bond stage. Oh, nice. I really got into this, so I know about this one. It was kind of cool. I always thought, man, I want to kill somebody with him. Because I had my James Bond. Uh, you had a kit? Well, I had my. Uh, you have uh, a lunchbox? No, the suitcase. Oh. And it had a little thing you fire a dart out of it. Awesome. That's when toys yeah. were toys. Yeah, I almost knocked my aunt out with that God. thing. And it wasn't just a dart, it was like a. a I don't know, projectile. Like That's a when you could have some fun as a kid. Yeah, right. That was before the stupid OSHA and the rest of these guys. Man, you could, you could swallow all kinds of stuff and choke yourself. Oh, you could go to the do- you could go to any toy department circa 1975 seat. and just create havoc. Didn't need a car seat. Man, it's great to be a kid then. 
I sat right between my mom and dad in a Chrysler Newport, the biggest production car ever made. I drove to California on the roof. Did you really? No. Oh. But that's what I if I had kids, I'd tell them that. No, I I literally did. I said make a man out of my son. I would sit in the middle, you know, big yeah, bench seat. No seatbelt, playing Hell with the radio, no. sometimes standing up with my hands on the dashboard. No air conditioner. No, we had air no conditioner. No suspension system. We had air conditioner. Oh, no, the car rode like a dream. No engine. Horse, a, horse drawn. Had a big engine. Listen, come on, give a good example for your kids. I can't. My daughter out at UCLA, you know this, she literally walks to class uphill both ways. Well, of course. Yeah. She has and to go down the valley, snowstorm up, in LA. The, up the other side, then repeat the process to go back to her dorm. She's got to climb Mount Baldy to get to school. <laughs> so, 78. Let's get back to the ricin. Yeah, well, this is your guy. Well, they killed the guy. Yeah, it you, works. It works. Did you try to replicate it at school yeah, on somebody? Yeah, I wasn't that good at chemistry. No. But I was, <laughs> just blew somebody up. But uh, <laughs> you know, Now, this is the same thing that they put in the Japanese subway. Remember yes. the ricin gas? Yes. Uh, so yeah, this is nasty, nasty stuff. Nasty stuff, man. Uh, nineteen seventy nine. Oh, the Chrysler Corporation, they are in trouble. Ah, uh, yeah. They uh, come uh, come with the hands held out sure. to the U.S. Save government, them. asking yeah. for one point five billion to avoid bankruptcy. No big deal. No and big deal. Uh, bail them out. And uh, they bring in Lee Iacocca yeah. to uh, make some uh, cars. Yeah. And uh, you know what really kind of saved their bacon? The K car. Nope. It was the minivan. Yeah, well, I wouldn't be yeah, Really did, man. That minivan. That minivan saved him. Because now, my now Fiat. We had him. a Dodge Maxi Wagon, which was the big passenger van. I think we had a Chrysler LeBaron. Nice car. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, nice car. So nineteen seventy nine. Yep. Chrysler asking for a ballot. Nineteen eighty six, Desmond Tutu, first black man to become uh, the leader of the Anglican Church in South Africa. Quite an accomplishment. It's Bishop Tutu, right? Bishop Tutu. Bishop. And in 2008, just to yeah. get Armand's yeah. day off to a I, bad I start. I see this now. Yeah. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the two largest mortgage financiers, the companies in America, the United States. Well, yeah. as things are collapsing, if you Bail remember out. to nine years ago, the U.S. government takes control of Freddie Mae and Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae and... And we bail them out. Yeah. What's today? The seventh. Uh huh. So, oh, good. We're going to have a show on Lehman Brothers Day. That's uh-huh. next Friday. Yeah. yeah. That's when the, everybody was collapsing day yeah. by day. Lehman Brothers Day. Incredible. Now, speaking of death, since yeah, a lot of people were for letting a bunch of this stuff die. I, I was one of them. You were. Uh, September seventh. I start in 1962. Nah, what do you have? Eleven thirteen. Oh, eleven thirteen. Jeffrey Plantagenet. Oh, the Plantagenet. Out of Anjou. The now that's why the whole this is guy is the guy that originated the whole Plantagenet mm-hmm. line. They called him that because uh, Genet apparently is a name for this this shrub that he wore in his hat of all things. <laughs> yep, there you go. So that's where Plantagenet comes from. He's uh, Henry the Second's father. Uh, his wife was Matilda. We talked about this. Matilda fought Stephen of Blois. They had the Civil War, the unrest period of unrest. Blois died. Matilda's basically dowager queen or whatever. Jeffrey's in Anjou, which is a, a province of France. Mm-hmm. And his son becomes Henry II, yep. first Plantagenet king. So that's 1113. He died. Uh, by the way, Matilda, of course, survived him. Uh, then I got, uh, let's see, any other deaths? Yeah, I got a, how are you going all the way to 1962? 
Yeah. Well, I got 1952. There you go. Well, I got 1892. There you go. Uh, Hit some John, twos. John Greenleaf Whittier. Yeah. Named for, you know, Whittier, California. Yep. Beautiful. You ever read any of his poetry? Nope. It's not that good. Okay. But he does have the Mar- Barbara Fritchie, the, the, the famous line, shoot if you must this old gray head, but yeah. spare your country's flag, she said. Ah. Remember Barbara Fritchie? Uh, um a nice that's yeah, a the, nice the, line. Reb, the Rebs the Rebs are going through a town in Maryland. Okay. And uh what's his name? Uh, Stonewall Jackson. Yeah. That's who she says it to. Ah. Know, nobody shoot this woman. She's like ninety I guess yeah she was four score. How old was she? Four score and twelve or something? Ninety two. Like yeah I think. So Stonewall said nobody fu- nobody kill her. The poem and she's waving her flag, her union flag. Union flag as a Rebs yeah. yeah Barbara Fritchie. Nice. That's not a bad poem. All right. Uh, let's see. That's uh, he was 1892, 1952. Maria Montez. Ah, you don't know this. No, I don't. The Who? other queen of Technicolor, besides Maureen O'Hara, Universal at this time didn't have like a, a, a bombshell kind of gal like uh, Ann Sheridan. Warner Brothers and Hedy Lamar and uh, who else? Um, you know, everybody had Paramount, Paramount had uh, what's Dorothy Lamore, of course. Is this the age of the uh, bring in the big breasted? Well, yeah, these voluptuous. Yeah. And this gal was born in Dominican Republic. Oh. So she's a little, she's kind of. She's got a little cha cha. Well, she's erotic, exotic, yeah. and erotic. Got a little and Carmen Miranda thing. So they going put her on? in, not that, you know, not, 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 not that stuff. She was more, uh, more I'd say, like the vamp, that ah, a kind of stuff. Gotcha. And um, so they put her in a bunch of these uh, sword and sword and sand Yeah, swashbuckling with, uh, type. Well, more Arab stuff though like okay. you know like gypsy wildcat yeah and, uh, okay. but she actually was a beautiful woman looked really good in fact she even said when i see myself on screen i'm so beautiful i could scream <laughs> so she she knew what she was all about <laughs> apparently she's a big hit at the universal commissary well, i bet she was so anyway the, she died she died uh, very young 1952 had a heart attack drowned in her bathtub oh, god so like a Jimi hendrix deal yeah, there i know so Maria Montez. All right. 62, Karen Blixen, the Danish short story writer. Uh, also known as Isaac, uh, Isaac Dennison, Dennison yeah. who uh, wrote Out of Africa. Out of Africa. And the yeah. film Out of Africa is uh, about her, Karen Blixen, and her time in, yeah, uh, and her, in Kenya colony. Yeah, and messing around with that guy, right, or her lover. Well, with Mr. Blixen. The, yeah, but there was another guy, too, right? Didn't they have an affair, she had an affair yeah, with Yeah, well, she had else, an affair right? with Robert Redford, right. who was and, able to reprise his role in the film. <laughs> Boy, he's a wizened-looking guy. Ooh, mm. He looks terrible. Uh, he's he's eighty. Yeah, but Paul Newman didn't look that bad when he was eighty. Well, this guy, cool hand, uh, cool hand, aged very well. You know what he looks like? He looks Newman like- is uh, Newman aged very well. Redford's been out in the sun a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He looks like the ball glove he wore in The Natural. Yes, man, you can't tell the difference. So, yeah, Spring Byington, 1971. This was everybody's, if you watched all these movies from MGM in the 30s and 40s, she's like every always somebody's mother or aunt. In fact, she was supposed to be Ma Hardy. She was, you know, and uh, what they finally gave it to, what's her name? Uh, uh, Gloria Holden. Uh, but uh, she was going to be Mrs. Hardy, and Judge Hardy was supposed to be, uh, I think, Lionel Barrymore. It eventually was Faye Holden and uh, Louis Stone. Not Gloria Holden. Gloria Holden's a gal from uh, St. Louis. Yeah. She was uh, Madame Dracula or whatever, uh, Mrs. Dra- Dracula's daughter. Faye Holden was uh, was uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Judge Hardy. So anyway, this gal, she died in 71. Had an Academy Award nomination for uh, You Can't Take It With You. Good actress. Now I guess you got a couple of ball players here. Do I? Well, that's, that's what you got on the list. No, I don't think this next guy's a ball player, buddy. Kenny Boyer? 
Oh, all right. I skipped yeah, one. I skipped. Well, you're we've skipping already, one. Well, we talked about on this On this date in 1978, Keith Moon. <laughs> yeah. After he took about... 38 diet pills. Somehow. had a few drinks. Somehow killed himself. Yeah. That foul play is suspected. This guy's a wild man. I I think he would have rather gone and blown up his own drum set himself with it, don't you think? Well, he caused Townsend to have permanent hearing damage because of that. Now, you got to love a guy whose favorite deal is flushing explosive down toilets. The cherry bombs. The cherry bombs, the M80s. This guy was the originator of all that stuff, like we were talking about. His his 21st birthday. His Wikipedia page has a whole section donated to the Flint Holiday Inn incident. We discussed that at length. Yeah, where he ended up on the bottom of the swimming pool in somebody else's car, Lincoln Continental. <laughs> I knew something was wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, he was, he was quite a guy, old uh, Now, M- Moon. Moon says himself he disputed that he drove the Lincoln Continental into the hotel swimming pool. Right. Um, now, this, this incident was a, to occur in 1967. Right, Imagine you're a member of the Who, and you're in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Here's how his day went in that on that day. Um, he has to go do a whole bunch of local uh, radio station interviews uh, with the band's publicist. Uh, you know, he's staying out of Holiday Inn for God's sake. Yeah, uh, which they're all. I think they're still banned for life. Every <laughs> member of the Who. <laughs> they are. Uh, they are playing. They're playing. Here's their venue, the Atwood High School football stadium. All right. Well, I can see where the guy would have a little pent-up anguish, but uh, this is – hey, you're still going to get chicks. Yeah. He knocked out his front tooth that night. That's right. Yeah. In fact, I think the dentist worked on him with no anesthesia. He didn't need because, it. Because he was so inebriated. Yeah. yeah. No no problem. <laughs> he set off fire extinguishers. No problem. When they got no back problem. to the hotel. Uh, and threw everything into the swimming pool. pool right. Reportedly a piano as well. Oh, sure. The police arrive with guns drawn, and this is not the day he died. Oh, no, no. That was just his 21st birthday. He had plenty. There was another story about him in a hotel, and the, they were getting complaints because of a party, and the guy, the manager of the uh, the hotel comes up there and says, uh, you're making too much noise. And Keith goes, wait a minute. Goes in the bathroom, comes back out, had lit a stick of dynamite, blew the bathroom apart, says, now that's noise. And you can't deny that. We have, do it's we, unbelievable. Do we, have, we don't have any uh, oral today or uh, audible? You don't like it, but my no, God. No, but he played Bellboy. I got to get running now. That was, that's Keith Moon. He's great. And Tommy? Yeah. yeah. No, no, Quadrophenia. Quadrophenia, that's right. Well, you know who played Bellboy, the Bellboy in uh, the movie? Quadrophenia? Sting. That's right. Yeah, he, Sorry. <laughs> Spit take yeah, on arm. There's no need to be a sprinkler about it. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, Keith Moon. Yeah, um... He was also in um, Myra Breckenridge, of all things. So here's Moon. With Mae West. Who, in 78, he wants to get sober, but he's scared of going to a psychiatric hospital. (laughs) Yeah. That's rightfully so, right? Yeah, they put him in one of those funny jackets. So uh, he takes something for detox. (laughs) Yeah, only, what, one or two a day at the... the, And it was also, was that that for his, uh, well, he's on detox, but he's also taking diet pills. I think that's what killed him. Yeah, so his doctor prescribes these pills, clomethazole? Yeah, clomethazole. Clomethazole. Uh, His doctor gets him a bottle of 100 pills, tells him take uh, one pill when he felt a craving for alcohol, but no more than three a day. Well, what kind of stupid doctor is this? Keith Moon's there. there. Give him 100? Right there. Right there. The man's dead. You write him for four with one refilled if you're lucky. Yes. Right there. Come on. Keith Moon is 
as a dead man. Even walking. I'm a dumb do- uh, podiatrist. I know that one. So you know what happens from there. Yeah, how many take the day he died? Like 36? Yeah. Wait. Well, th- now his guest on September the 6th, the evening. Was it that Swedish uh, model he was dating? Man, she was hot. Uh, his guests are Paul and Linda McCartney. Uh, yeah, yeah, at they a were preview yeah. of the Buddy Holly story. Okay. And uh, they go out to dinner with the McCartneys. Uh, Him and, and his girlfriend? Uh, yeah. Oh, she was uh, good Walter yeah. Lax. The no. last name, Walter Lax. I forget. What the no, I'm thinking of that Swedish gal he was dating. Oh, man, she was hot. Yeah, well, no, it, it's she. Walt, you know, What's her name? Her last name's Walter Lax. Oh, okay. Oh, is that her name? Okay. Yeah. I don't uh, remember. So she, they get back. Keith wants her to cook uh, steak and eggs after being out you to dinner. You tell her to fuck off or something? Yeah. If you don't off? like it, you can fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, I'll get her on in now. Well, yeah, these yeah, are yeah. his last words. Yep, that's <laughs> right. I remember that. Yeah, that's right. Keith Moon's last words. I remember that. Yeah. In fact, I used to say that to people. I, I can only repeat Keith Moon's epitaph. So... Yeah, uh, Moon. Oh, then that. he takes thirty-two of those pills, yeah, and uh, when when <laughs> she when she goes to check on him the following afternoon, he gone. Yes, he's uh, dead. Unresponsive. Yep, that's Keith. All right, now you can do your horrible ball players. Uh, also, nineteen eighty-two, uh, Ken Boyer, uh, Cardinal, great for the St. Louis Cardinals. Nineteen sixty, he died young. Wasn't he, that did. Young? he did. He uh, did. He had cancer. Oh, is yeah. Cle- is Cleet still around? He had been manager. Yeah, his brother Cleet was a good player as well. Played for the Yankees. They, were, they played against each other. 64 World Series. Right. 18, uh, or 1984, Joe Cronin, a uh, very good ball player and manager from the 30s and 40s. Yep. And in 2003, Warren Zevon passed away, the oh, American singer. Werewolves of London. Werewolves of London. I got one more. I got, you got Terrence Young, man. 1994. Yes. No, you know him? No, not really. I directed Dr. No and uh, oh, From Russia with Love okay. and Thunderball. And I was just watching one of his movies because one of my favorite horrible movies, Inchon, with uh, Lawrence Olivier. About the invasion? Douglas in MacArthur. Korea? Yeah. yeah. That's the one where uh, he'd get his money. The, the Moonies would show up at his door with a suitcase full of, you know, whatever. And they ask him, why are you doing it? <laughs> money, my dear boy. Money. Money. Yeah. So, yeah. So That's- watch Inchon. It's on YouTube. It's pretty funny. It's, yeah. it's awful. <laughs> Watch it. Yeah. Take, oh, yeah. Right. Take Armand's recommendation, folks. This movie sucks. Well, You'll love it. Right. If you're gonna watch a bad movie, watch a horrible movie because it's worth fun. It's worth. It's funny, and he directed it. Terrence Young. Uh, all right. September seventh, Armand is in the books. Fun show, my man. All right. Fun stuff. Wow. Well, when September eighth rolls around, we will be here to tell you about it at lineupmedia.fm. Until then. Hey, subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already at uh, simply by going to uh, our website, thisdayinhistorypodcast.com. Click on either Amazon or I'm, I'm sorry, click on the iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and it'll take you right to where you can subscribe. And of course, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thisdayinhistorypodcast. For producers Brian Crock and Andrew Allen, I'm Tony Hubert. So long for now. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.